Good evening, good evening, my beautiful people. What's happening? What's happening? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the My Life, My Legacy, How to Leave a Six-Figure Inheritance for My Family or for Your Family and Favorite Charity. Uh, so again, welcome to this masterclass. Uh, this masterclass is actually being sponsored by Cindy's List Inheritance Protection. Uh, and it is through their generosity that we are able to offer this uh, masterclass to you all completely free of charge. Uh, so Cindy's List uh, and their team over there actually believes the same thing that I do and that all knowledge should be free. Uh, I think each one should teach one, uh, like the old saying goes. And I, I truly believe that, you know, if we have knowledge, we should pass that on, uh, not only to the next man, but to the next generation so that they can take it, tweak it, and make it better, right? Uh, so again, welcome to My Life, My Legacy, How to Leave a Six-Figure Inheritance for Your Family or Favorite Charity. Uh, so a little disclaimer, though. If you're anything like me, then you actually believe that uh, you know, you weren't born with a silver spoon, but you can make sure that you, your, your family eat off of silver plates, right? Uh, so in this exclusive masterclass, uh, we are definitely looking for serious people, uh, you know, looking for those action takers uh, that are really wanting to create that six-figure inheritance for their family or favorite charity. So, uh it, it could get scared, you know what I mean? It can get intimidating, some of the things that we're gonna talk about. Uh, you know, we're gonna explain it to you and give you the knowledge so that it's a little less scary or a little less intimidating. Uh, but ultimately, it's up to you, uh, you know, what you do with this information and how you take it. But we definitely want you to be serious about it. We definitely want you to take action. Uh, we definitely want your family to have that six-figure inheritance so that they're not starting over with the next generation. And uh, so if you are intimidated by prosperity, uh, if you are scared of wealth, then this may not be the class for you. Uh, and it's okay, you know, and it is definitely okay. You know, everything ain't for everybody. Uh, but if you are one, if you are one of those people who weren't born with a silver spoon, uh, but you want to make sure your family eats off of silver plates, then you are definitely in the right place. Uh, you know, get out your notepad, take some notes, write down your questions, uh, you know, we're, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna talk about some things, you know what I mean? So this is something that, you know, I've learned over the years and it's definitely something that I believe in and I think it would definitely change uh, the traje tra trajectory. <laughs> It'll change where we going, doggone it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but of overhead though, you know, we as a people, we have to come together as a community and I think uh, insurance is a good way to do that. So uh, our end goal uh, is to create a reassure so that we're insuring our, our own people, we're insuring our own property, we're insuring our own inheritance and peace of mind. And, uh, you know, once we're insuring our own, uh, then <laughs> we create power, we create assets, we, we create this, we can invest. So. Uh, you know, it's essentially taking their blueprint and using it for the benefit of our community. So that's why we're here. That's why we want to, you know, give you this knowledge. So uh, I am your host. The host is with the ghostess, dead man's best friend. Uh, my mama called me head, but you can call me Cecil. So <laughs> uh, I am Cecil Ivy. I'm the CEO of Cindy's List Funeral Concierge and Inheritance Protection. So uh, we actually help you save the time, money, and emotional cost of planning for and purchasing a funeral. Uh, life insurance and building that six-figure inheritance is actually a part of that. Uh, so in this exclusive masterclass, uh, it's definitely interactive. So if you have a question, drop it in the chat box. We'll definitely get an answer for you. Uh, well, while we're at it, man, just go ahead and drop your name and where you're from in the chat so that we know who we have the honor and privilege of talking to. So, you know what I mean? Drop your info. Uh, I'd love to hear and see, you know, uh, what, what corners of the earth are we reaching with this information? So again, thank you for being here. So uh, in this masterclass, we're, we're actually gonna try to sow into you, uh, you know, what we've learned over these years. You know, I mean, I've been in the industry for a little while now and I've 
picked up on some pretty valuable information and we want to sow that into you. So how to strategically use those uh, insurance products uh, and solutions to actually build specific financial boards. Uh, so a lot of people think that, you know, you get one insurance policy and you're done. Uh, but you can have multiple insurance policies. Uh, and then those multiple insurance policies can be used for different things so that you maximize the death benefit to your family and thus leaving a six-figure inheritance. Uh, so not only uh, will you learn how to leave a four, five, or six-figure inheritance for your family, uh, but we're also going to show you the information to uh, take that inheritance, uh, put it in a nice box, uh, wrap it up in a nice pretty bowl and then hand it off to the next generation with very little uh, resistance uh, from the probate courts or from Uncle Sam <laughs> from the bed. So, uh, you know, and I I'm looking forward to it. You know what I mean? Like, this is, this is exciting for me, man. So welcome to Module 1. You know what I mean? Thank you all for coming again. So a little bit about me. So my my story actually starts right around 2016. So uh, in 2016, I was co corporate. I was corporate. I was in corporate America. I was climbing the corporate ladder. You know, I was uh, about to hit the uh, six-figure ceiling as far as my salary. I was a part of the committees. And, you know, I was a full-fledged corporate. Uh, but needless to say that, you know, uh, you know, things change, life, hap life happened, uh, and I started going into a, a, a downward spiral, to be uh, completely transparent and, uh, you know, honest with you. Uh, I was headed down the wrong path. Uh, but, you know, 2016 was when it all started because I lost that corporate job. Uh, so after being there for many years, they, they decided to part ways, which, you know, I, I truly believe everything happens for a reason, and if I hadn't got fired from that job, then I wouldn't be here today to share the information that I've learned after that. Uh, so in 2016, I actually, I lost my job. So shortly after losing my job, I actually started my first business uh, that same year, 2016. Uh, my first business was actually an IT firm, essentially doing what I was doing at my corporate job, uh, but helping small businesses do the same thing. Uh, you know, we were, we did all right, I guess. You know, I mean, we, we didn't make a whole lot of money, but, we, you know, we did all right. and had a few contracts. Uh, the second company we started in 2017, though, uh, was a construction firm. Uh, so right around this time, we had moved to Houston in, in 2017, uh, and then Harvey hit. Uh, so if you're familiar with Harvey and the devastation that it caused to Houston and the surrounding areas, then... Uh, you know, it definitely affected a lot of lives as well as mine. Uh, so, you know, having a construction company in a flooded city wasn't really, uh, wasn't really happening. Uh, and then fast forward a little after that, uh, Granny died. Uh, so, you know, Harvey hurt, but, you know, Granny hurt. Granny hurt. I mean, so uh, when Granny passed, we were actually responsible for handling all of the funeral arrangements, everything. Uh, all the way down to, you know, what she should wear, you know, uh, what ply, transportation, everything around uh, preparing uh, the funeral arrangements for granted. Uh, so the, the funeral home did a wonderful job. You know, I can't take anything away from the funeral home. However, uh, you know, once it was all said and done and we got that receipt of all the things that they had provided, we noticed that they had charged us $75 to put a wig on there a wig that we provided, a wig that we had styled, a wig that, you know, we took down to the funeral home. They, the only thing they literally had to do was put it on her head. And they charged us $75 for that. So uh, there were a few other charges that were, you know, a little, in my opinion, outrageous. Uh, but it was because of that moment and because of that wig that I became enamored with the funeral industry. Uh, I wanted to learn everything about the funeral industry because I, right is right, wrong is wrong. You know what I mean? So now I want to know how you do it. Now I want to know how, how it is that you get away with charging this for our family. So, I mean, I, I dove head first 
face first. I'm all in the funeral game. So I even went so far as to volunteer my time at a local funeral home for several months just so I could learn the ins and outs of the industry. So I started researching uh, ordinances. I started uh, looking into the laws of the funeral home. So a uh, few things. Uh, embalming is optional. <laughs> so uh, embalming is actually a requirement of the funeral home. So uh, there's no state law that says that you have to get your loved one embalmed. So that was a big one that I thought was uh, uh, an eye opener. Uh, you can purchase your own casket. Uh, you don't have to buy it from the funeral home. Uh, you can get it from Cindy's List Funeral Concierge. We have some of the lowest prices in the country. Uh, but there are several rules and regulations, federal regulations that prohibit the funeral home from doing certain things that uh, families can take uh, advantage of. I mean, it's your right to take advantage of it. So, uh, you know, after becoming obsessed with the funeral industry and, you know, going through the process with Granny, uh, another loved one in our family passed away. So. I was a lot more prepared this time. You know, I, mean? I was ready this time. You know I mean, I, I just spent time at the funeral home. I know the laws. And so we were actually able to help that family member save about 3500 bucks on the cost of that funeral. Uh, you know, from that family member, you know, we helped another family. You know, we about saved about twenty five on that one. Then we helped another family, another family, another family. So eventually, we ended up saving, and we we are still saving families. Uh, but so far, about a hundred thousand dollars that we saved in funeral costs. You know what I mean? And it's truly a blessing to be a part of. You know what I mean? Because I, I love helping people. Uh, I love providing and sharing my knowledge that I have. You know, it feels good uh, in a selfish way almost. I love doing it because it makes me feel good. So, uh, but. Through all of that, though, uh, it hit me, and you know, it, there was this epiphany. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I've helped families with life insurance, and I've helped families without life insurance. So, you know, I, I've been through or helped families with the GoFundMe's and all that good stuff. Um, but what I noticed is that a, a lot of the families that I helped. Some had life insurance, some didn't, but nobody had the before or the after. You know, nobody had plans in place before they died, and nobody had anything in place for after their death. You know what I mean? So instead of having GoFundMe's for the funeral, in the case uh, of the folks that didn't have insurance, uh, not only do you not have the the uh, the money to bury him, but you ain't got the money to make the rent. You ain't got the money. You know what I mean? So, and then the people with insurance, once the funeral home take ninety percent of the proceeds, you end up in the same situation where you're struggling to make the bills and pay the rent. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times the person that died is often the breadwinner. Uh, so, you know, I wanted to do something about it. I, I have to help our community. Uh, and you know, being that I have this knowledge, I'm here giving it to you all, showing it to you all, so that you know, you can do the things that, you know, you need to do in order to leave a six-figure inheritance for your family or your favorite charity. So it's up to you and I to spread this information to our community. So this, that's me doing this now. So again, thank you for coming. Thank you for allowing me into your space. And uh, thank you for wanting to get this knowledge. You were actually taking the first steps to uh, leaving that six-figure inheritance for your family. So Right on, right on, and welcome again. Yeah, so uh, the six-figure inheritance masterclass syllabus. So what are we going to talk about in this masterclass? So uh, module one, we're actually going to go into the four-figure inheritance. Uh, so in this module, we're actually going to show you how to put the funeral home on retainer. Uh, you know, we're going to, uh, a couple other things, uh, you know, show you how a couple case studies and, you know, some other information. Uh, and then we'll get into module two, which is the five-figure inheritance and how your family can get the extras without any out-of-pocket expenses uh, for your funeral. And then modules uh, three and four, we dive into the six-figure inheritance. Uh, so this is where it gets really fun. This is where it gets really interesting. So we'll show you how you can pay off your debts tax-free and how you can leave a legacy for your family or favorite charity. So uh, module five, once we have that six-figure inheritance, we're going to show you how to transfer that wealth and that inheritance to your family easily and legally uh, that in the form of your planning and estate planning documents so uh the bonus module for you guys definitely wanted to uh, throw that in there i'll show you how to do it yourself 
You know what I mean? Like uh, a lot of the stuff you you don't need us for, uh, but of course we want you to come to us. You know what I mean? Uh, again, we have uh, the knowledge and expertise to assist you. Now, mind you, I'm not a lawyer, uh, but I have uh, been through a lot and I've learned a lot of information that, you know, allows me to point you in the right direction. Uh, so we'll show you the simple steps that you can take uh, today for free uh, in our bonus module. So uh, thank you guys for sticking around. So let's get right into it, baby. So uh, module one, the four-figure inheritance. So uh, we're going to talk about how you can implement an EFP, which is your emergency funeral plan. Uh, we're going to show you how to put your uh, the funeral home on retainer. And then we're going to show you a, a simple way, excuse me, a simple way and a not so expensive way to add $50,000 to your inheritance for your family. We're going to show you a couple steps where you can do this all yourself. And of course, we're going to go into a couple case studies with Janet and Jessica Doe. Uh, so these two ladies, uh, it just shows you, uh, you know, what it could look like in certain situations. So uh, welcome to module one, the four figure inheritance of the My Life, My Legacy, six figure inheritance masterclass. So your emergency funeral plan, your EFP. So your EFP is actually in the form of a pre-need policy. So what is a pre-need policy? So a pre-need policy is you going to the funeral home so I'm going to the funeral home and I'm saying, hey, Mr. Funeral Home, man, I want to pay for my funeral right now. You know what I mean? I want to set it up on a payment plan and I want to get it paid for so that my family doesn't have to worry about that and they have that peace of mind. I want to leave that uh, inheritance to my family. So uh, the funeral man says, okay, you want to pay for it now? All right, so what you want? So what we recommend is to actually request a direct cremation. So a direct cremation is exactly that. So when something happens to you, you die, they pick you up, they take you to the crematory, and then your ashes are sent to your family. Uh, there's no viewing, there's no extras there. They just literally pick up your body and you know, disposition it according to, to what you specify. Now, the other option is to have a direct cremation, but it is a little bit more expensive. But it's exactly the, the exact same thing, whereas they, if you die, they pick you up, uh, put you in a casket, take you to the cemetery. Uh, but it doesn't, a lot of times, doesn't include your funeral expenses. So funeral homes really don't like putting uh, things that they can't control in a pre-need policy. For example, like your catering. Uh, you know, because they don't have a, a catering company, uh, you know, your your cemetery plot, you know, they can't guarantee that your cemetery plot is going to be X amount of dollars. So they don't like to add it into the contract. But a, a pre-need policy is a contract between you and the funeral home to say that you, Mr. Funeral Home, are going to take care of my funeral when I die and I'm going to go ahead and prepay it now. So when you're prepaid, they like prepaid legal. You know what I mean? When something happens, legal comes in, they help you prepaid legal. So um, uh, your lawyer, or what prepaid legal does. Uh, but, you know, different things that you can prepay, this is similar to that. Uh, this is essentially putting your funeral on layaway. You know what I mean? And once it's paid off, it's paid off, which is why we recommend it, because it's your emergency funeral plan. So if once it's paid off, if something happens, then you good. I mean, your family's straight. You know what I mean, you've already taken care of it. You already specified what funeral home you want. You already said you want a direct cremation and, and you're good to go. Uh, so a direct cremation, uh, we recommend getting a $1,000 policy for figures. So that $1,000 policy uh, or cremation or pre-need uh, contract with the funeral home is usually enough to cover a direct cremation in most funeral homes. Now, mind you, uh, the cost may vary by funeral home, but we actually partner with uh, several funeral homes where the $1,000 is more than enough to take care of the direct cremation. 
Again, if you want a direct burial, it's going to cost a little more, and thus it'll still be four figures, but you know it, it's going to be about five thousand dollars, pretty much, or uh, four, four, three, four. Uh, so cremation with the uh, so you're, you're looking at five thousand. Let's just say five thousand dollars for a uh, uh, direct burial. Uh, so or a standard funeral. Um, a direct cremation uh, actually includes uh, some of the items you see here. Uh, so uh, the services of the funeral director and staff. So uh, this is the, the funeral director uh, coming to work uh, to take care of your, your situation, your body and all that good stuff. So the transfer remains to the funeral home. So if you die in the hospital, they'll pick you up from the hospital. Or, or they'll pick you up from the morgue or the medical examiner, wherever it is that you're at, and bring you down to the funeral home. Uh, they'll refrigerate your body at 32 degrees Fahrenheit so that you know you maintain a good temperature. So uh, they say black don't crack, but black get cold, though. <laughs> uh, but they'll maintain their refrigeration for you. So again, like we talked about earlier, embalming is optional, really. So and it's usually only if you want to have a viewing. If you're not having a viewing, then you know you wouldn't do that in the first place. But in our case, and what we recommend is a direct cremation, which you don't require embalming. So just do refrigeration. Uh, a lot of times they will provide you with a temporary urn. Uh, if you would like to upgrade the urn, definitely reach out to Cindy's List Funeral Concierge. We have some beautiful urns uh, for a reasonable price uh, and quality. Uh, so in addition to your urn, um, there's a, a cremation fee. Uh, so a lot of times the funeral homes are actually contracting uh, the services to a crematory. Uh, there are some funeral homes that have a cre crematory on site that they own, but in most cases they just contract it out, uh, which <laughs> technically your family could also do this for you as well uh, without having to go to the funeral home. But, you know, having your emergency funeral plan and the pre-need contract through a funeral home in your local area is going to save them uh, some, some time and some emotion uh, with dealing with your funeral. Uh, so we take a look down at the bottom here, we can see uh, this is a funeral home in Houston that we actually use often. Uh, so their direct cremation service is 850 bucks. So if you have 850 bucks, you can pay for your funeral right now and it'll be paid for for the rest of your life. Yeah, you know I mean, like, that's it, you know what I mean? Uh, if you want a cremation with a memorial service, about 1,500 bucks. Cremation with a viewing, 3,300. Uh, and a, a standard funeral service, which includes your embalming, your casket, your dressing, your bathing and all that good stuff, but it does not include the cemetery cost. So it doesn't include your headstone. It doesn't include your, your burial plot or any of that good stuff. So, uh, you know, you can have your pre-need contract for any one of these. You can have an $850 pre-need contract. You can have a $3,300 pre-need contract because you want a cremation with a viewing. But we recommend starting with something simple, something that's doable, uh, something that you can pay off within the next six months. Uh, if you don't pay it off within the next six months, then you have to pay it off, um, you know, after the first year. Uh, so putting your funeral home on retainer is what you're doing when you're taking out a pre-need policy. So when you take out that pre-need policy and the funeral home says, okay, I got you, you want a direct cremation. All right, I'm going to write up this contract. This is what you're going to get. Uh, what the funeral home then is going to do is take your premiums, however much you're paying per month, uh, whether you pay it, uh, one single payment. Uh, if you pay it all up front, you actually may get the $850 direct cremation for $800 uh, because you're, you're, you're paying it all up front so they don't give you a discount. Um, but what they're going to do is take that money that you pay and they're going to do one of two things. So the first thing that they can do is actually take your premiums and excuse me, and take your premiums and create a trust account. So a trust account is essentially, it's like a savings account, essentially. Uh, so they're, they're taking your money, putting it into a savings account where it's gaining interest. And when you die, they just withdraw it from that savings account and uh, pay for the services that you requested. 
Um, the other thing that they could do with your the money that you purchase your free lead contract with is actually get an insurance policy on you in the amount of uh, the pre-need contract, in this case, $1,000. So they would go out, get an insurance policy on you for $1,000, and the funeral home would be the beneficiary of that uh, insurance policy, right? So uh, either way, you're going to end up with the same result. The funeral home is going to take care of uh, your direct cremation your, or your standard funeral, uh, but it gives you the opportunity of paying it off uh, in six months, one year, three years, five years, seven years, or 10 years. So you can take that $1,000 and spread it out across 10 years if you like, but the longer that you stretch it out, the more you're gonna pay in interest. Uh, so we definitely recommend not going more than five years really, but uh, six months if you can. If you can pay it off within six months, definitely do it before the six month mark. Uh, if you don't pay it off within that six-month mark, then you actually have to wait until after the one-year mark before you can actually pay it off. Or if you pick a three-year plan, then you pay it off three years and so forth and so forth. Uh, so again, the longer you pay, the more interest uh, that you're going to pay to the funeral home. Uh, so now a lot of times the pre-need contract that you create with the funeral home is actually transferable to any funeral home across the country. So uh, say you're in New, in New Orleans and you know you set up a pre-need contract with a funeral home and Katrina wiped it out, the funeral home no longer exists. Well, uh, you can get it set up so that that uh, pre-need funeral contract is transferable to other funeral homes. So uh, one caveat with transferring your pre-need policy to another funeral home is that the new funeral home that receives that policy may or may not uh, honor that price. So in Louisiana, you got it for a thousand dollars, but once you get to once you get to Houston, then you know the funeral home in your area here area in Houston may charge you twelve hundred bucks. Uh, so you would actually have to come up with that additional two hundred dollars, or your family would have to come up with that additional two hundred dollars. But it's definitely a lot better than coming up with twelve hundred dollars, right? Uh, so they'll still get the thousand dollars from your original premium contract. You just have to pay the difference. Uh, a lot of times there is not a lot of difference, and a lot of times the funeral home will work with the family to accept what it is uh, that the previous funeral home uh, specified in their contract. In most cases, but they're not obligated to. So keep that in mind. Uh, so a simple way that you can add $50,000 to your pre-need policy. So right now we're in the four-figure market. So we just created a uh, pre-need contract with a funeral home in our local area for $1,000, four figures. Uh, that $1,000 is four figures that your family does not have to come out of their pocket uh, to make sure that your funeral is taken care of. Uh, that, that four figures uh, is actually being inherited by your family, uh, not only you know by paying for it, but with peace of mind, knowing that everything is taken care of already, that mom's already took care of it, or pops already took care of it. So, uh, you know, having that peace of mind is definitely more valuable than a thousand dollars. I would pay more than a thousand dollars for peace of mind, right? Uh, so. Uh, so we've created this four-figure inheritance for your family. They don't have to worry about your funeral. An easy way to add an additional $50,000 onto that is to simply add an accidental death policy. Now, the accidental death policy is only going to cover you with an accident. Uh, so another thing is that the accidental death policy is only going to cover you up to age 70 uh, for some insurance carriers and up to age 80 for other, in, other insurance carriers, depending on which one we go with. Uh, but having that additional accidental death policy, not only is it the least expensive, so you can get a $50,000 uh, accidental death policy for like $7 or something like that. Uh, so, you know, it, it's pretty, it's pretty cheap. You know what I mean? But you have that added benefit or that added protection or that added inheritance for your family if you were to die by accident. So, uh, the reason that it's so uh, not as, as expensive as 
let's say a whole life policy or a term policy for that matter, is that the insurance companies know that you are more likely to die from a um, uh, from heart disease or cancer than you are by an accident. Uh, so in a car accident, you have a one in 114 chance of dying in a car accident. Well, you have a one in 160,000 chance of dying by a lightning strike. So because they know their odds, they're willing to give you a, uh, a $50,000 policy for $7 because uh, they, you probably gonna die from, you know, maybe from something natural or something that, uh, health related. So essentially um, uh, uh, with life insurance, all right, check it out. So with, with life insurance, you are betting with the insurance company. You are making a bet with the insurance company. So you are either A, you go into the insurance, man, I bet you I die within the next 30 years. The insurance like, you know, you think you're going to die now? I don't think you're going to die in the next 30 years because I know folks like you and they don't die within the next 30 years. So bet, I bet you you don't die in the next 30 years. So uh, term policy, you know what I mean? So term policy, you can get up to a 30-year term and you are betting with the insurance company that I'm going to die in the next 30 years. Um, so... Uh, most people actually live to 84 for men, 86 for women is the average age that, that people die. So uh, they know based on their odds, they have a, a pretty good chance of winning that bet. Uh, with the whole life policy, you're actually betting with the insurance company that, man, all the people in my family live to 110. I'm going to be up here for 110. So the insurance company is like, okay, well, they, people usually die about 84 to 86, but you think you're going to live to 110? I, I take that bet, but I'm going to have to charge a little bit more because I'm going to be paying, you know what I mean? Because if you live to that bet, I got to pay you, you know what I mean? So uh, I bet you, but I'm going to charge a little bit more for that bet, all right? So uh, you know, you're betting against the insurance companies. And uh, insurance companies don't like to pay. They're in the business of making money. Uh, but if we can create and use this strategy, how to create or how to... Uh, build a six-figure inheritance for your, your family or favorite charity. And this masterclass, we teach you how to uh, essentially hedge your bets, right? So we, we're going to show you how to strategically place certain insurance policies in certain places so that regardless of when you go, your family is going to inherit something. You know what I mean? Whether it's four, five, or six figures. So, you know what I mean? However we set it up, but they are going to get something. So you know, again, you don't have to get just one insurance policy and be done. So that's what we want to show you. So with the accidental death policy, going back to that, uh, you have to die by an accident. But here's the catch. You can't, there are certain things that are excluded. So if you died by an accident and you were committing a crime, they ain't going to pay you. If you died by an accident and you were intoxicated, say you were in a car wreck and you were drinking and driving, they won't pay. Uh, if you are skydiving, they will not pay. If you are racing somebody on the street, they will not pay. So, uh, but some of the things that they will pay for, again, a car accident, excuse me, a drowning, you know what I mean? So if you were shot and killed and it was deemed to be an accident, actually, Murder is technically considered an accident because it's a firearm discharge. Uh, so as long as the person that discharged the firearm didn't do it intentionally, uh, then, you know, it, it was an accident. You know what I mean? It was an accident. Uh, but do keep in mind, so the real life, we actually had a family go through this, uh, and, and it hurt my heart, but essentially... Uh, and actually, we, we've seen it with the, the Sweetie Pie guy. I don't know if y'all heard about it. So uh, Sweetie Pie's son got a $400,000 life insurance policy on his nephew and then had him killed. Uh, so in that case, the beneficiary would not receive anything because they, they had something to do with that death. So they wouldn't get paid. Uh, if you are in space or, you know, if you are traveling by an airplane and the airplane go down, not only would your family get the 50000 but it would probably be doubled or tripled because you're in a common carrier. So if you get hit by a bus, uh, if you 
uh, die in an airplane, then that $50,000 just became $100,000 automatically. So uh, definitely a, a good benefit to have, and it's very, very uh, less expensive than any other insurance policy that's available out there. And it usually covers you up to about a 70 or 80, depending on the insurance carrier that you that, that we go with. So uh, quick, quick, just add a quick zero on there real quick. Yeah, I mean, uh, so how can you do this yourself? So how can you set up your own pre-need contract so that your family doesn't have to worry about it and they inherit those four figures that you set up so that they don't have to come out of their, their pocket? So uh, number one, uh, one of the websites that you can go to, and there are several websites, you know, uh, that give you a general idea of the pricing of the funeral homes in your area. So one of them here is called Partium. So you go to partium.com. You type in your zip code and you find a funeral home in your area and you can see a, a general price list of how much they charge. So a lot of times they're, they're not on the money. So call the funeral home that's in your area. Just call them and ask them for a copy of their GPL, their general price list. So their general price list is essentially their menu of items that they provide for families. Uh, once you have your menu, you look over the menu, you're the GPL, you find out what it is that you want. Like, okay, so I want a direct cremation, which is what we recommend. But if you want a direct burial, if you want to film, whatever it is that you want, uh, pick it off of the GPL and make note of it. Uh, once you know what you want and the services that you want, call the funeral home back uh, and ask to speak to, the, to, speak to their pre-need department. Uh, so their pre-need department is actually going to walk you through uh, creating your prepaid funeral benefits contract so and creating your statement of goods and services so uh, if you've ever been through the process of arranging a funeral for somebody it's the exact same process okay do you want to be buried and cremated what would you like to include you know what I mean but because you had because you uh, got their GPL you already know what you want so it, it'd be a lot faster so uh, once you set up the appointment with the pre-need uh, department uh, you fill out the, the benefits contract and you verify that the benefits contract matches the statement of goods and services uh, for your wishes. Uh, make sure they match uh, because this is what the funeral home is going to be obligated to provide for your family uh, uh, should something happen to you or when you die. Uh, so definitely make sure that the contract is in order and matches exactly what it is that you want. Uh, so it, it's pretty easy. I mean, it, if you have the wherewithal to go ahead and do this yourself, by all means, go for it. You know what I mean? Uh, but having that knowledge and having that understanding of where to start, you know, we definitely wanted to, uh, you know, provide you with those tools and resources so that you at least know where to start, you know, uh, so that you know how to leave that six-figure inheritance for your family or favorite charity. So, uh, again... Go to pardon, type in your zip code, uh, find a funeral home, ask the funeral home for their GPL, look over the GPL, find out what services you want, call the funeral home back to speak with their pre-need department and set it up with the pre-need department uh, with the services that you have uh, and with the services that, that you want. Uh, sign a contract and your funeral is taken care of. Now, again, you can pay for it in one lump sum payment and be done with it or you can stretch it out up to 10 years, whatever's convenient for you, whatever, uh, you know, is, is good for you uh, and your family. Uh, but again, that inheritance is something that your family will receive. So uh, let's take a couple looks at a couple case studies. So um, Janet Doe. So Janet is 35 years old. Uh, she's got two kids. Uh, you know, she good people. She good people. You know, she, uh, at the time, you know, she was working, uh, you know, at a pretty decent job. You know, she, she wasn't rich, but she was making pretty good money. Uh, but like most people in America, she still living, she was still living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, but then after so long on her job, you know, Janet Doe gets laid off because COVID came through. So, uh, a lot of people actually have insurance on their jobs thinking that, you know, well, I got insurance on my job. But in actuality, you are written that insurance. That is not your insurance. That's that job's insurance. So if you were to separate from your job, then you would not have that insurance. 
And then they do offer you the option of continuing that insurance, but it'll be so expensive that you couldn't afford it. You know what I mean? So it's always, always beneficial to have your own insurance policy outside of your job because you never know when you're going to leave, when you're going to quit, when you're going to fire or get fired, or when COVID is going to swing through and now you've been laid off. So, uh, so Janet has two kids. Let's say one is five, one's 12. Uh, so... Janet has been doing DoorDash for the since being laid off and on the way to make a delivery, she's in a car accident and dies. Now, Janet did not go through this masterclass. Janet did not reach out to Cindy's List Inheritance Protection. Uh, Cindy or Janet did not uh, reach out to Cindy's List Funeral Concierge. Uh, she didn't create any of her documents or estate planning, so uh, she didn't have her will. You know, she didn't have a power of attorney. She didn't have a body disposition. She didn't have any, an EFP, an emergency funeral plan with the local funeral home in her area. So Janet didn't have anything. Uh, so what ended up happening, because Janet is a single child and the only child and her parents are deceased and there's really nobody in her family um, that she's aware of that has the, the capacity or uh, that can take care of her kids. So what ended up happening is because she didn't have a will, uh, her kids ended up in foster care. So your will is important to specify, you know, how you're going to uh, divvy up your assets. But one of the most important things that a will does is designate who's going to take care of your kids. Uh, so when you have, you know, godparents, your will is where you will specify who the godparents are and who's going to take care of your kids after you're gone. Uh, so Janet also didn't have a power of attorney. So your power of attorney uh, gives the power uh, to somebody to manage your assets, your bank accounts, your, your bills. You know, you're giving them the power to act on your behalf while you're gone. So because she didn't give that power to anybody, now she, her assets are lost. I mean, now they're stuck in court or in probate or, you know, subject to uh, creditors and you know there's a lot of other things that could happen because of not taking those um, estate planning uh, tips seriously uh, and because she didn't have an emergency funeral plan uh, we ended up having to do a GoFundMe for Janet so uh, how much did it cost for Janet to implement any of this zero dollars because she didn't do it uh, so it didn't cost anything, but we see the outcome of not doing anything. You know, there's not a, a chance that your kids may end up in foster care. There's a chance that you lose your assets. Uh, and of course, we know the inevitable GoFundMe and fish fries. And, you know, so we, we see it in our community all the time. So uh, having that EFP or having the knowledge by going through the Six Figure Inheritance Masterclass or you know, reaching out to Cindy's List Funeral Concierge or reaching out to, you know, Cindy's List Inheritance Protection could have saved Janet, uh, you know, some, some time, money, and emotional cost for her, her two kids. Uh, but let's take a look at her cousin. Now, that's her sister. Let's take a look at her sister. This is her sister. So they twins. You know I mean? So Jessica Doe. So Jessica, though, uh, you know, she's 35 years old. You know, she made pretty good money, too. But, you know, just like Janet, she's still living paycheck to paycheck, you know. Uh, she has two kids as well, one seven, one fifteen. Uh, and so Jessica was on her way to the hair care product store. And, you know, it was wet outside, raining, and she had a car accident, hit a pole, and died. Uh, well, Jessica, you know, took the time to go through the Six Figure Inheritance Masterclass and reached out to, you know, Cindy's List Inheritance Protection. So she had her EFP. She had her emergency funeral plan, and she wanted to add an additional $50,000 to uh, her inheritance for her kids. Uh, so she added the accidental death policy as well. So when Jessica died, uh, because she went through Cindy's List Inheritance Protection and went through this uh, masterclass, she knew that she had to get her will together. She had to get her house in order. So, uh, you know, she created her will and said that uh, John and uh, 
Tiffany is going to, the godparents of her kids are going to be responsible for taking care of her children. So she specified that in her will. Uh, not only that, you know, you, she reached out to John and uh, her, the, the kids, God's parents, to make sure that they even wanted the job and they accepted it. So very important that, you know, not only let your family know that you are creating this will, uh, but also let them know or ask them if they want the job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, baby, they don't want to take care of your kid. Baby, your kid is bad. Baby, they don't want to take care of your kid. So, you know, make sure that they actually uh, want the job. So uh, Jessica, she completed her will. She assigned the godparents, um, Jim and Lisa, uh, as the godparents for her kids. So her will is done. Uh, she also specified in her uh, power of attorney that Jim and Lisa would uh, be or have the power of attorney of attorney because she could trust them. She know they're going to do right by her kids. They get Christian God-fearing people. Uh, so she know they're going to do right by her kids. So not only did she specify that they are going to be responsible for her kids and her will, she also specified them as having the power to control her assets and to act on her behalf while she's gone. So uh, her kids are going to be able to access her bank account now because Jim can go to Jessica's bank account, take some money out and make sure the kids got school supplies, you know what I mean? Or, you know, whatever it is that they need. Uh, and because Jessica, again, created her emergency funeral plan, she left that four-figure inheritance for her family so that uh, the kids don't have to worry about anything. So Jessica actually got the plan when she was 30 years old and she set it up on a five-year plan. Uh, so now that she's 35, her plan is paid off. You know, she's not paying anymore, uh, but the funeral home is going to pick her up. You know, they're going to cremate her and provide the ashes to uh, her family. So uh, paid for that peace of mind. Kids don't have to worry about anything. Jim and Lisa don't have to worry about anything because Jessica already took care of it. And because she added that additional accidental death policy and she died by an accident and she wasn't intoxicated and she wasn't racing or anything, then that accidental death policy is going to kick in. And now her two kids have $50,000 to, you know, get through life. You know what I mean? And uh, that uh, Lisa and Jim can now use that money to take care of the kids that they are now responsible for. Uh, so Jessica took those steps and made sure that they, you know, that they were good. And so 50000 for them, to, you know, to, to be raised on, it's not much, but it's something that can get them. I mean, I, that's what I wish I had 50000 right now, but it, it's good. It's enough for them to, you know, live. You know what I mean? If, Jessica made 50000 for the year, then, you know, that just paid for the whole rest of the year's bills, rent, uh, car note, and, you know what I mean, everything, you know what I mean? Or since Jim and Lisa are taking care of the kids, then they don't need the 50000 you know what I mean? But they'll save it for the kids when they get older. And when they get old, turn 18, they get 25000 a piece. So, you know, however you want to do it you know however you want to leave your inheritance to your family or favorite charity is definitely up to you this is your life this is your legacy this is your opportunity uh to provide that for your family so how much did it cost jessica though to implement this 25 dollars and 49 cents so you got to remember since jessica set it up on a five-year policy her five-year one thousand dollar pre-need policy would cost her $18 a month. So, which is why we recommend, you know, paying it off within the first six months. So I already set it up for uh, five years, but try to pay it off within the first six months. Uh, but you got to remember after that five years, she's not paying anything anymore. You know what I mean? So if she had died at 40 instead of 35, then she would have been paying $7.53 from 35 to 40 when she died. You know what I mean? Because her pre her emergency funeral plan is paid off in full on that fifth year. Uh, so that $25.49 drops to $7.53. You know what I mean? So uh, it's definitely beneficial to have your emergency funeral plan. Again, you're leaving those uh, four figures for your family in the form of a pre policy 
taking care of your funeral so that they don't have to worry about it because if you don't do it, they gonna have to come out of that thousand dollars. So whether it's your money through your inheritance that you're leaving behind for your family or out of their pockets. And so uh, again, four-figure inheritance module one. Uh, again, if you have any questions, you know, if I, if I touched on some things, if there's some things that you're really not clear about, uh, if you'd like to know more information about any of the things that we talked about, uh, you know, definitely, definitely reach out to us. You can give us a call at the office at 724-624-9297, uh, or you can reach me directly at 832-443-6123. Uh, you can email us at info at cindyslistllc.com or you can email us at sixfigures at cindyslistllc.com. If you'd like to get started, you know, implementing your emergency funeral plan today, please reach out to us. You know, we've been happy to help you. We would be honored to help you. Uh, definitely looking forward to, you know, providing uh, information and the knowledge and, you know, that I have and so on to you. Uh, definitely go out to Facebook, uh, go to the Six Figure Inheritance Masterclass group and join the group uh, to stay abreast of everything and when the next module will be released. Uh, we're going to try and get them released every Sunday, you know, about the next six weeks. So, uh, you know, breaking it up. So, again, we're going to step you. Maybe you're not ready for six. We'll start with four, then five, then six. Uh, so that, you know, you can take actionable, practical steps. And it's doable by everybody. So, uh, we saw Jessica was paying, what, $26 a month, you know what I mean, and her family straight. Don't have to worry about, you know, paying for her funeral, and they got an additional $50,000 because she died of an accident. So, uh, again, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, thank you all for, you know, uh, allowing me into your space and joining us for the Six Figure Inheritance Masterclass. It's your life. It's your legacy. Uh, what will you do with it? So, again, you don't have to come from money to leave money. Uh, and you don't have to be born with a silver spoon to make sure your kids and your family can eat off of silver plates. I shouldn't, have to, I shouldn't care about your family uh, more uh, than you do, which I'm sure I don't. I'm sure you love your family very much which is why you're actually in this class, uh, this master class, so that you can learn how to leave the inheritance for your family. So join us for module two, uh, where we talk about how to get the extras without any out-of-pocket out of expense for your family. So uh, that's gonna be interesting. Uh, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, and again, thank you all for tuning in. I am Cecil Ivey, uh, CEO of Cindy's List Funeral Concierge and Inheritance Protection. Uh, this Six Figure Inheritance Masterclass is brought to you by Cindy's List Inheritance Protection. Go ahead out to their website at www.cindyslistllc.com. I love you. Ain't nothing you can do about it. And we'll see you all next week for Module 2 of the Six Figure Inheritance Masterclass. Talk to you soon.